brain and well just I guess we can start off this episode by just um you know sending our prayers out to those who are in Ukraine yeah um who are in the middle of the tussle um it's I can't imagine how scary it is. I can't imagine how frightened they are. Like... It's just, it's jarring. It's so surreal. You know, like, so coming from Nigeria, yeah? yeah? I know we had, like, civil civil wars in Nigeria mm. and stuff, but, like, being exposed to something that could potentially be, in quotes, a world war is so weird. Yeah. Like, the concept is so mad. And I started watching this documentary on World War Two. And just seeing like how because of one person's stupidity i'm sorry to say you get nations just fighting and look it's, it's, it's only crazy. takes one man it's actually mad it's crazy it's actually ridiculous what one person and one decision or one mindset can do to a nation there's this you know there's this disney song um make a wave and it says um just a pebble in in the waters mm-hmm. can stir the widest ocean like just yeah. a little pebble do you get a yeah. little butterfly wave can yeah. you know, bring a hurricane and stuff do you know what i mean like just a little movement or the little like like one thing i'm one sorry thing can but make. I, I, yeah. i've been saying that if a worship break out i'm going back to my country <laughs> <laughs> now my friend said <laughs> like, my friend said please let the lord just come now <laughs> she said because this world is the ghetto so she doesn't want to be here anymore. What? She said, Jesus, just come and take us. No, but you know, another thing, yeah. I can't fight another man's war. Like, I think back at those people that were fighting, like, in the 1930s and 40s, and, like, you you were not even there when the problem started. You just say, come and fight for your country. You carry God. I can't Patriotism. fight for anybody. But I, who, who? I, don't, I should I don't, fight, fight for Niger. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I feel patriotic towards any country. I'm not going to lie to you. I from the kingdom of heaven. Hallelujah. Amen. But I don't feel, I don't feel that moved by any country. Any I'm country, sorry. yeah. Like there's nothing, there's no, there's no single country that's moving me to do anything because I just think I'm not that attached to any country. I'm sorry, it's just uh, it's hard for me to attach myself. Me, I'm to attached to. I'm attached to the UK. But I don't want to die. In my office, and people were talking about like how if the guy you know the guy i'm not gonna mention his name if he decides mm-hmm. to like n- go nuclear on all of us how like some people just become like zombies <laughs> because the aftermath and not like the materials Look, yeah. used in preparing these nuclear bombs to... could just make you have one eye or you know your nose and your eye be attacked together or something <laughs> i'm going to new zealand i'm sorry Someone it's all like, the way it's far she'd rather die than be alive <laughs> and now be living with like <laughs> god Nah, yeah. it's mad, but it, yeah, it, it's not really a f- funny situation. It's so, not. Um, our prayers go out to everyone in Ukraine. We pray uh, yeah. that you know peace is restored as soon as um, as soon as possible. Amen. Yeah. Amen. 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 Anyway, guys, on a lighter note, you're now listening to Real With Me and Esther. My name is May. And my name is Esther. And together, we are the queens of Real Real With Me. Welcome back, guys. We're sorry. We know we started off this episode being a little bit, you know, somber and But trust me, we're bringing in the light. Now, yeah, what Esther said. Hallelujah. What, what she said. <laughs> like, yeah. I feel like, I feel like you guys, I just make random sounds. You guys have to accept me. Okay. I can't I can't even help myself. You know what? Just now, before we started recording, like she already started playing another song again that I've never heard in my life. And she was just singing it. I was like, okay. Love that mic by now. Jasmine Sullivan. I love, love her to I was bits. Like, 
plug the mic now. That song is beautiful, guys. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. Okay, okay then, moving on now, guys. It's okay, it's okay. It's okay. Trust me. Here we go again, guys. <laughs> every week, every week in, week out. Like this is this is what I go through. Anyway, guys, um, today we're going to be doing something uh, that we have never done before. So a few weeks ago, we put out a sort of like a question box in our Instagram stories. Yeah. And um, we asked you guys to let us know what sort of topics you'd want us to talk about. Today is somebody's lucky day. Yay. So one of you responded um, saying we should speak about the the struggles of being a Christian woman in today's world, right, Esther? Yeah, it something was, similar. Yeah, yeah something it was something like similar. Yeah. Um, so, and I mean, looking at it, it was like, first of all, how do you know what Christian? Why is like this, please? Uh, <laughs> I'm like, like, question mark, if you're listening, like, how did you know? Was the Lord leading you? <laughs> anyway, so yeah, today's your lucky day. So, um, well, I'm SR Christians, actually. So, um, if you like were guessing, I've heard in every single episode, <laughs> to be honest. If you were guessing, good guess. And if you weren't guessing, well, um, good question. Because yeah. we actually think it's, it's, it's something that's important to, to sort of yeah. discuss. I mean, um, like growing up as a, as a Christian girl. Well, before I go into that, I'm, I'm just going to put it out there, guys, that Esther. Esther, this mm-hmm. Esther that you guys know, that you're I'm so singing, about she's about to about start her own ministry. Eh? Okay, wait, I'm please, joking, I'm please, joking, please, joking. Guys, <laughs> guys, please, please. So, please. Esther is, um, Esther is, a, is a pastor's daughter. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, you know that, you know, there's this um, stereotype around like pastor's children. It's not even, it's, it's a fact. It's for, for, for a lot of them. Okay. Oh, sorry. I remove say, yourself from yes, the... Yes, I say them. Remove yourself us. from the group chat. Yes, and them. Because I've seen, guys. Oh, okay. My ears have seen. My ears have heard. <laughs> my mouth will not talk about it. Okay. Hallelujah, even. No, no, but it's actually true. <laughs> no, but like I'm so serious. Even because I didn't even know about it until I got to like um, secondary school, college. Now then, PK, 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 PK. I was like, what's PK? Like pastor's kid. I was like, okay. Oh, I didn't even know PK. I was going to say like pastor Kerry. No, PK, like <laughs> as in pastor's kid, like pastor kids. Mm. And genuinely, a lot of them actually go a bit. Eh. I'm so anti. Uh, yeah. What happened? It's, it's just, yeah. I don't know what's going on. Like, <laughs> seriously, like, they were doing the maddest of things that even people who weren't Christians wouldn't do. Yeah. And I was just like, what is what is chasing you? You know what used to pain me? Like, what? our parents used to compare us to these pastors' kids. Like, yeah, my mum would legit be like, can't you see how so-so-so is behaving? I'm like, well, if I tell you... What they're doing? If I tell you... To the world, can you imagine you're comparing me? You don't know you have gold, golden have daughter, child. golden daughter. Is at it? least you're not a pastor. So, even if I move mad now, at least they you're just say, yes, you're just saying it's me, church member. But if the yes. pastor's child should move mad, they say, Can you imagine? And the pastor's children and were moving pastor, mad, guys. very, yeah, they were moving. Mm, that's all I'm gonna say, <laughs> but yeah, but the thing is, though. I feel like they've 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 mastered the art of being pastors' kids in church well and then being whatever they want to be outside. Yeah. Because in the church, I don't think like you know, like you said, they'd be like, oh, be like the pastor's kid and everything. But you, who sees them outside, is like, uh, uh-uh, no. Yeah. No. But in the church, everyone thinks they're really perfect and they're all Honestly, good and, and they they actually just look so perfect. I can't lie. Like 
all the pastor's kids are moving so mad. Like when when they're in church, yeah, they'd be like the perfect, they'd be like, like, like yeah. Jesus. As in, now, you know, so responsible. You know, for, for the guys, all the guys are like, oh yeah, 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 I want to be with him for the yeah. girls. And they're like, oh, you know, she's so, you know, she's so prim and so proper and everything. I used to like these... all my pastor's sons, I can't lie, yeah. because I was like, oh yeah, God, oh, good boy, pastor's yeah. son. You know, because like, you know, pastor, pa- our pastors, like back in the day, people used to carry like this whole pastor thing on their head. And yeah. like, I went to one of those churches where, you, you know, you used to call pastors like daddy and you used to like carry them on your head very well. So yeah. like, if you're friends with the pastor's son, like you're in the inn, Mm, because like you're, you're in the inn, do you get what I mean? <laughs> like you're big, do you get yeah. Like you're in, like you're in the inner circle. You're in the yeah. inner circle. So I, I used to love that. Like, I used to love just being around like my pastor's children and stuff. And I'm not saying that, you know. It's not like, all of them. All of them. It's not all of them. As, as a testimony, I mean. Like, Hallelujah, amen. I'm, so, just, I'm just perfect, guys. It's, it's just it's just the way God has made me. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm just a perfect specimen, yeah. It's no small too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, even, guys, I'm lying, I, you, see, you see that confused look you had on your face just now? I had it as well. Like, I don't know don't what, mind me, I don't guys, know what she's talking about right now. She's like, I'm so perfect. Okay, girl. Anyway, no, but yeah. so I was going to ask you, like, just give me a little sort of overview about how you grew up you know being a pastor's child like what was the what was that one point in your life that you could have derailed but you see the lord just held your leg like this and held it's you back. so funny because i actually never had that really i'm so serious like there's nothing you know because i'm a homebody guys i'm not gonna lie to you so in secondary school everyone was like oh my gosh when esther gets to university she's gonna go mad because and my life, this is my lifestyle, guys, by the way. All throughout secondary school, I was in a girls' only school. Um, I was in, I did part of my um, secondary school in Nigeria for a bit there, then I came back to UK. So this was my routine in UK. Go to school, come back home. Go to school on Tuesday, then go to church, then come back home. <laughs> now, guys, <laughs> there was no, I didn't even go to prom, guys. Like, yeah. there, was service, there was service that evening. Yeah, it was on a Tuesday. I didn't go to prom. It was school, church, home, school, church, home. That was it. That was my lifestyle. So everyone, I didn't go to birthday parties. I didn't go to outings. I didn't go to anything. So everyone was like, Essa's genuinely going to go a bit mad when she gets to uni, when she has a bit of freedom. Yeah. But I'm not, I'm a, I love reading novels. Do you get, I love watching TV shows. I love listening to music and stuff. So I wasn't really moved. So when I got to university, I wasn't a fan of like parties and stuff like it's just like why is it so noisy like people are making noise why is this why is this happening like yeah. all these things didn't move me and um if, it, if it's about boys I was shy I, was, I went to secondary school no didn't speak to any guy because my church at that time didn't have any guys my age mm-hmm. they were either much younger than me or adults do you know what I mean so I didn't speak to guys in over six years so it's like there was nothing really so I was super shy in university I did you know and it was just by grace and by luck that I ended up, you know, in a fellowship by the time yeah. I got to university and stuff. So I never really had that moment. I did on my first day, my um, roommate did, um, housemate did invite me to the club with her. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I, I, I wore a dress. Then I went oh, to... Oh, did you now? And then, and then there was a queue. And as I joined the queue, my mother called my friend. I went back to my room and I sat it, down. Oh, so that was your mad moment then? No, no, no. But it wasn't really mad because I would have still been bored. Like, I really wouldn't Wait, have, have you... Wait, I... I was going to ask her if she's ever been to a club, but I don't want to know the answer, so I'm not going to ask. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to ask. But yeah, like that was your almost, you, wait, you say your mum called your phone? 
Yeah, my mother comment. She wanted to just check on me. Just and he was like, like, I, I want to disappoint my friends. family. I was like, I was like, yeah, I'm going back to my room. You know, I'm actually annoyed because the yeah. thing is, it was my first night in uni. Anyways, didn't mm-hmm. really know anyone, so they were going, and I didn't think that it was a big deal because everyone they had like you know all these like freshers events and stuff. So it wasn't like there was a party or anything. It was just like you know the club was the venue. And I was like, really intrigued. You don't need to be doing this. I said, find your way back to your bed. And you can tell your mother very boldly, yes, I'm in my room. Oh, my God. <laughs> because I well, didn't want to would you say that, you know, like, when you were growing up, were you the kind of child that was locked up? Or did you actually have freedom to sort of, like, go outside and have friends, no. but you just decided not no. to? No, the freedom was not there, guys. Okay, so that's fair. <laughs> no. Because I know that when when we when I was younger and like we I used to talk about this even in like secondary school, some of yeah. my friends about the pastors' children that were moving mad, and they would say stuff like, "Yeah, it's because their parents like, lock them up and don't give them any sort of freedom." No, it wasn't. I don't. It wasn't even a matter of like they weren't doing it to be mean or anything. Mm. It was just the lifestyle we had. Yeah. We had services every Tuesday, Thursday. We were in church on Saturdays for evangelism. Then Sundays we were in church again. Do you get what I mean? So every like every other day we had services and stuff. Then the other days I wasn't in church. I was reading my books and stuff in it because I was in school. Yeah. Um. And you just mm, because I didn't necessarily grow up fully with my parents. Though you know there was a point in time I was in Nigeria. They were in the UK mm-hmm. and stuff. So I was born in the UK, but then they moved. They took me to Nigeria when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I, I stayed with you know my aunt for a bit there and stuff. Then I went to came back to the UK. Then I went to boarding school. So there was a point in time that I wasn't with them. So when I came back, it was really my first time fully, fully living with my parents. Mm-hmm. So it just, it's just I guess it's just the type of people that they are. To be honest, my mom isn't really an outgoing, go-to-party type of person either. My dad isn't that type of person either. They, they didn't just like their space and their, you know, their life and stuff and the way it is. So my mom wasn't really a fan of, you know, going to people's houses and stuff. And so yeah. I was like, mommy, can I even know? You have your house here. Honestly, like, I was also very locked up. Like, I, mm. it, just, it didn't even come from my mom. The worst part was they came from my dad. Really? Like, we were the drop them at school, go and pick them from school. Yeah. So I went to boarding. I went. To, I actually went to three different boarding school, guys, and I couldn't stay just because, like, I was so used to my house and like staying in, in the really? house. Trust me, like, I was in boarding school looking at these other people. I'm like, who are you guys? I don't want to be around <laughs> you guys. Because first of all, we're just two children, and my dad and my mom, and we had like uncles and aunties who lived with us from time to time. Yeah. But they would come and then they would leave. But I was so used to my small family that yeah. I didn't want to be around people like that. I guess it's different for for you know different people. Um, so it's not a necessary. It's not a, a necessity that if you grow up sort of lacking the freedom to that go out and explore that you're going to go mad because no. that's what people would say because your parents yeah, didn't give you freedom oh shut yeah. up <laughs> anyway so how do you think that compares to sort of today because i think that is um what our major focus is so now we've grown up we're now big women and i know guys that you hear me sort of asking esther um questions as if we're in an interview but it's sort of intended so Esther is kind of playing a mini guest role for me today. A mm-hmm. mini guest role, yeah. We're giving you guys me. an insight as to what is to come when we do start having guests. Yeah, so, uh-huh. I'm a queen, highly automated. As in, Esther's always turning something else. I say, well, I'm, I'm good, I'm guessing I'm a queen. I'm a guest, yes, I'm a queen guest, okay, accept it. <laughs> yes. Anyway, so, like, how does that compare to who you are, like, as a you know, as a grown woman now in today's society, how do you think sort of your childhood experiences have made you into the woman that you are? 
today as a Christian woman? Yeah, the thing is, you know, you know, when you grow up in a Christian home, a lot of times you don't know if you're a Christian because that's just how you've grown up or if you've chosen it for yourself. And um, I didn't figure that out until I went to university because obviously we were going to church all the time, so it wasn't even as if it was my choice. I had to go to church at that point in time. And when I got to university, I started doing that by myself. Um, I learned a lot when I was younger, but it doesn't mean that um, that's the reason I'm a Christian now. Do you get what I mean? Like I, you know, encountered God and all of that, like, you know, found out about God for myself, or, you know, had a relationship with God myself after I'd left the house, you know, after I'd gone to uni and stuff. Um, but some of the lessons that I learned then do help me now. And again, I'm still living with my parents, so we still have the whole go to church, you know, have services yeah. every single time. So that's still there, guys, it hasn't changed. Yeah. But the only, the, the, the one thing I can say is different is that I can actually, you know, I do go out more. I'm a bit more social than that. But I think growing up in that Christian home, I, I didn't have a chance to meet more people. Mm-hmm. and socialise with people. So as I am right now, and I don't think it's because of it was just a Christian home because many Christians do you know, meet people and socialise and everything, yeah. but I guess it was just my home. But now growing up and being who I am and where I am now, I do kind of struggle with, you know, socialising with people. Yeah. I, did, I didn't know how to navigate it, but then by the time I got to university, I joined fellowships and stuff. I became, you know, um, a leader, like leader of certain groups within the fellowship. I had to communicate with people and, you know, lead people and stuff. Yeah. So I learned those skills from that. Got to um, law school, was also head of, um, um, you know, the um, public relations officer. I had to communicate with people. I had to do these things. So I learned those things after time. And I thank God for that because I did grow some skills from even just, you know, being part of fellowships and, you know, heading different departments and stuff. Yeah. And that gave me a few skills to be able to socialise and everything. But not many people who grew up in that sort of way or, or who are naturally just quiet and you know um i've forgotten the actual word not many people have the chance to actually build those skills through through the different experiences and so yes yeah. i think one of the things i can say that you know the church and you know the um, christian community gave me is the ability to actually be able to grow out of my own out of that yeah, yeah that, shell. Out of that shell exactly now. So into sort of like the woman that yeah, you, you exactly. are Yeah, exactly. Being able to talk to people, yeah. being able to communicate with people and everything. And also what I am um, being in the Christian movement, even growing up till now, I learned faith because there were a lot of circumstances that my parents went through that they came out and I was like, what is going on? Yeah. I mean, guys, I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, the spiritual is real. This is me just being up front with you. The spiritual is definitely, definitely real. God is definitely, definitely real. I believe it. Um, but I've seen some things happened in my family and I've seen the way my parents have battled that and the way they've prayed through it and the way it's come out and I've you know your faith grows from seeing certain things and my faith has grown from just seeing some of those things and so me being the woman being where I am now and being the woman that I am now part of it is from me personally going into the bible and going to the word and you know learning and having a relationship with God but part of it is actually from seeing some of the things that you know I saw as a child growing up some of the lessons that I learned from my parents because they actually taught me well yeah they spent their time teaching me well and they prayed with us we don't go to bed without praying together we don't wake up in the morning without praying together like it's part of the thing so even till now when we wake up in the morning we all pray together we go to bed in the night we all pray together and then we go our different ways it doesn't mean you don't do your own personal prayer and stuff but there are things that you know they they built within us yeah and so i am grateful for that and that's kind of yeah that's that's very interesting i think 
with my own sort of growing up and how it has made me into the Christian woman that I am today. Um, I grew up in a Christian home. You know how, like, we're just born into certain homes. Like, I don't think I'd be a Christian if I was born into a Muslim home, first of all. Yeah. Just put that out there. Um, I think if I was born into a Muslim home or an atheist home, I probably will still be Muslim or atheist. Mm. So, is it atheist? Atheist. Atheist. (laughs) Atheist. Anyway. Anyway, um, I feel like I would still, you know, be be in in those sort of religions so i was born into a christian home hence you know started going to church doing sunday school and then went on to university and i feel Mm -hmm. like that's where i found god for myself and that's i think i can start to say yeah i was a christian from mm. when I was in university, every yeah. other time before it, I was just you know, following, sort of the routine, following yeah. in the faith that you, my parents were in. And just now bringing it to me as an adult Christian woman, I can resonate with um, our follower who mentioned you know, the struggles of being a Christian woman in today's yeah. world, because honestly, there are many. Um, and I'd start from like sort of being a Christian woman in the workplace, um, mm. for example, like in the you know the world that we're in today so many people are afraid to talk about sort of their religion and i'll give you an example um well i'm just going to summarize it so recently but this was a man not a woman um, a man he made he posted some tweets um and it's not even recent tweets so this was like from back in the day where he was condemning some things that you know his religion condemns Mm -hmm. his religion being christianity um, and those tweets sort of resurfaced and people were saying um, that he was sort of being dis- discriminatory. Mm-hmm. And while I do not condone any sort of discrimination yeah. at, or, um, um, yeah, any any sort of bullying, you know, bullying words or whatever. Things, yeah. But what he was saying are things that are clearly sort of in the Bible. Yeah. And I felt like those who were speaking against him were discriminating his own religious and beliefs. His own beliefs yeah. So now bringing that into like being a Christian woman in, in today's world and um, of course Esther, I'm, I'm going to ask you sort of how you feel about it. I feel like as, you, as Christian women today, when you're at work, like it is more difficult to talk about your christianity as yeah. it would have been probably when you were in secondary school or probably like in, yeah. within your school and i think it's getting harder and harder because now a lot of people's beliefs are you know being diversified yeah. and um, i think people forget that your rights begin where someone else's ends and like, so people are trying to expand their rights but then they're reducing someone else's rights do you get what i mean yeah it, and, it, it's not even about sort of expanding rights or, or like reducing rights i just feel like personally it, I can't speak about, not that I can't speak about it. I feel like as an adult Christian woman, mm. I'm more shy. And this is just being genuinely honest because we're yeah. speaking about our struggles, right? I'm more shy to speak about me being Christian than I was when I was a kid. I get that. I think because... I don't know, the, if, the, yeah, the, I don't know if, if, the, if that the, makes any sense to yes, you. Yes, I totally get it. The, number one, the world has changed. Number two, people um, have created their opinions as that now than when you were a kid. So when you were a kid, you're probably surrounded by people who didn't really have an opinion on religion and all that jazz. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everybody had like their Thank opinion. you. No one everyone has an opinion yeah. now. But everyone has an opinion now. Everyone, whether they're right, whether they're wrong, they all have an opinion and people are prone to judge. And for instance, okay, so during the COVID-19 pandemic thingy last year, um, you know, my office was doing like different, you know, engagements, things, trying to get people to, you know, 
engage with each other and stuff. So one of the um, things they did was they asked like five questions to each of us. So in my team meeting, the manager asked us each. So one of them was like, oh, what's your go-to drink in this period, like in the cold and stuff. So one of the questions then was, um, so what's um, helped you or kept you strong during this pandemic? And I said, prayers, my faith in God. My manager said, so what do I write down? I was confused. I was like, I said prayers, my faith in God. You write prayers, oh my faith in God. Honestly. Because someone, someone else said TV shows. She wrote TV shows. I was like, my faith in God. <laughs> yeah, prayers. like... Doesn't that sound right to you? Like, because you don't understand it, because you don't understand it, doesn't make it. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Someone else had to be like, write prayers. (laughs) Like, it's just just simple. I mean, and when people say stuff like that, it sort of now makes you feel, hmm, shouldn't I have said that? mm. But, like... I'm too stubborn. Because after that year, like, even if, like, if they're like, oh, what did you do this week? I went to church because... I just feel like yeah. I'm not going to let anyone else make me feel like I'm doing something wrong or I should be hiding something that I'm doing just because I say I'm a Christian. Yeah, I'm a Christian and I'm boldly proud about saying that. Yeah. Guys, so when I'm in the office and I'm at work, before, because my language, guys, if you text me, if it sounds like how we are, like, we thank God I'm good. Do you get what I mean? Like, we thank God God's been faithful. Like, that's just my natural language. Like, I generally always revert things back to God and stuff. But when I got to the office, I was very careful of things that I would, you know, how I would type things or what I would say. Um, because I was like, okay, it's in the office, I shouldn't, da 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 da. But then I realized that they don't change their language for me, so why should I change my language for them? Or why should I remove yeah. God out of my language just because, you know, I don't want them to feel uncomfortable? Why should I feel uncomfortable? Or why should I try to, um, you know, diminish the things, you know, the way I speak? Or I've forgotten the actual word. Um, you know, like when you remove things from, you know, an article, there's actually not a natural word for this, but I forgot. Censor myself. I'm not going to censor myself. You're not saying a face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to censor myself. I'm not going to censor myself just because I don't want them to feel uncomfortable. Because censoring myself makes me feel uncomfortable as well. Yeah. So I actually, you know, I started actively just being myself. So like, if I, I'd be like, oh, um, if they're like, oh, um, do that, I'd be like, oh, thank God. Do you get what I mean? Because I'd stop being like, thank God and all that jazz. Like, because yeah. it's just me. And it's just, I think it's just part of it. Like, the more you go into this world, the more the world kind of makes you shy of being who you are in terms of faith and saying what you believe in, you know, speaking the way that you usually speak. Because they would find it weird. But if I'm willing to dance on the street and not care what people think, why can't I be willing to say thank you, God, in front of people? Yeah. And really mean it. Do you get what I mean? But there are things that would naturally just be fine to say that I wouldn't, that I would stop myself from saying because I think, oh, it's the office where they feel uncomfortable. So I had to actually actively tell myself, nah. Yeah, I can't lie. That's an actual struggle. You know, the whole thinking, hmm, this thing I'm going to say, is it going to sound right? Yeah. And, you know, moving on from sort of being a Christian woman at work, I think we can go into being a Christian woman within the family. Now, this one is a huge one. Um, the, the, there was an idea, you know, sort of, 20 years ago, mm. 30 years ago, as to what women should look like within the family. I don't know mm-hmm. who created those ideas, but one thing I'm sure of is that many of those things were not in the Bible, yeah. um, but they were imposed on sort of Christian women, in quote. There's the difference between religion and being in Christ, please. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank under, you. <laughs> you know, sort of, the, there, were, there were certain words that were 
not explained properly and I say this because um, I'm currently in the process or I'm currently undergoing marriage counselling and I'm hearing things about you know how what a woman should be like in marriage yeah through as in from the word of god everything the counselor says she sort of quotes the word back yeah. to me and i'm seeing the evidence so like i yeah. cannot dispute it as a christian i can't dispute what's in the word of god but if you think about there were many things that people were Expect imposing to, on yeah, women to just, do mm. they were not in the word but people were imposing them like one time like in, you uni, them in to uni for no reason. one girl just walked up to me and told me that because i i um have attachment on my hair that i'm going to hell like i'm not even mincing words like she she pointed at me and she said <laughs> i was gonna go to hell and i'm like hello i'm sorry and there were so many other things like within families mm. and like within marriages um you know and some people are still trying to carry those things you know those archaic beliefs like, into no, today yeah. and making it like hard for young christian women to be themselves and just be who apparently, they are apparently women are supposed to be quiet no you're not supposed to be quiet in a marriage you're supposed to relate you're supposed to communicate you're supposed to share information you're supposed to, do you get what i mean like yeah i think pe- the world is people have just worked that word submission yeah that you know people just it's just like now the word is hated so much because it's been warped because you know men of or um religion has kind of made that word so disgusting yeah because when you think about it in terms of you know how the world has put it in how the woman's supposed to submit and you know suffer regardless of what the husband is doing yeah. you know she must you know she must always do almost follow like a dog blah 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 yeah. and they've worked that word so much but that's not what submission calls for within the bible yeah like that's not what god was saying when he said his wife should submit to the husband but the bible actually says the husband and wife should submit to each other as well so it's like you with the whole with the whole submission thing and this is not to go into mm. like being a counselor yeah. or go into you know what i've been getting in my marriage counseling guide Aye. and i'm getting it for free as well Aye. let me tell you something look here <laughs> see the best place to be is just in the house of god so many things see. that you're getting for free that like, anyway this is mm. uh, this is a topic for another day but like i'm getting all this info for free and i'm just <laughs> still gonna put that out there anyway um speaking about the whole submission thing i guess what happened you know 30, 40 years ago with um, the sort of women that they used that submission to finish them is that they went into marriages with people that they they were not ready to go into marriages with, many of them. See, the if you go into a marriage with a, a man that is God-fearing and see, you will submit. It would I, be so easy. I am not so afraid natural. to. Before, I used to be, because I'm a feminist, guys. So before now, like, I'm a Christian as well. But that aspect of the Bible, I just didn't <laughs> like it because I was like, explaining mm-hmm. it with my common sense, right? It's me submit. Are you to mad? Who? To Excuse who? Me? Say what? Excuse but me? now I can boldly say that, yes, I will submit to my husband. One, because I know that it's the will of God, God for me mm-hmm. to do so. And two, because I know that I'm not submitting to a fool. Please. Even the Bible says that you should submit to um, spiritual authority. If you can submit to your pastor, why can you not submit to your husband? Please, do you get what I mean? If like, your husband is led by God, you have no issues. You have no issues. Like, it's as simple as that. So I feel like the problem with that script, that submission scripture was that many, I'm sorry to say, but many people were submitting to fools. Yes, many people were submitting to, and, like and that's not to say that it's mm-hmm. only the men that had problems. Like, yeah, the woman, no, you know but, what, that, yeah. even the whole submission thing, women were part of, part of the problem. Yeah. But you know, there was this period, um, I think 
was, it was last year when they were fighting for women's rights and stuff um, in Nigeria. And women were part of the people that were trying to, you know, bring down and break down the fight for women's rights. And that rights. brings me to the third struggles and of Christian like, women I, I, in today's modern world. Other women. Yes. You women, you need you need players. Women, You're the problem. Honestly, we have problems. Like, see it. Like, I can't even lie. Like some of you, you'd see. Um, uh, okay, I will give you an example. So recently, there was a popular female celebrity in Nigeria mm-hmm. whose um, sex tape, in quote, got mm. um, sort of. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. And then I saw I saw the thing sadly, and I went on the comment section because I'm sorry but that's the first place I go when I see anything that li- because that's I know that is. that's where the demand demand people are there entertainment and you know what was sad it was just loads of women mm. saying all sorts of rubbish and I'm like what you do you gain you. by I'm like, not saying that the that the person in the video has done anything right but do two wrongs make a right no, no. first of all like what is your nasty, bullish, bullying, um, irritating comment going to do? What's it going to do? It's not going to it, like. It's not going to add anything to you. First of all, you just want to bring somebody else down. You'd even see that these women who have suffered in marriage, mm. who have suffered under, you know, nasty men, men yeah. will be the ones Coming giving like, another yeah. person headache. Like, Why are people like this, please? Like, what do you get from it? All from being so under, bitter and wicked? Under the guise of, like, sort of Christianity and what have you. But, like I said, see, there's a lot to talk about in that aspect as well. So, we're going to leave this topic for another day. And I guess, let us now go into, like, sort of the most juicy one. Christian women in relationships. <laughs> As it, it, it is the it's the it's the funniest one. I know that we don't really like to talk about these things, but at the end of the day, this is real with me and Esther. Number one, number two, yeah. you ask the question, so we're responding. We're gonna answer. Yeah, yeah I think because for a long time, yeah, no guy actually. I don't want to say no guy approached me because my eyes were probably not open at the time either. But like university. Um, law school i felt like no one really approached me i mean if huh? you, you no one approached me in law school hello dear wait 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 i don't understand wait no I don't, I, this no, one no. had like four men on paper that's the line no. what are you talking about no no but i felt but i did feel like i didn't have many people approaching me then i when i left law school and i left university and i mean it was, you know on instagram you know you see people from like you know university and like law school and stuff like messaging you know do you guys start talking that you weren't, weren't really close before so a few of the a few of the guys <laughs> I can't really, nobody yeah. with me. so a few of the guys that i wasn't really close with in law school and even university when you know we started like just chatting on you know instagram you know just you know catching up and stuff they were like oh, they were like oh you were a fine babe but i was like me i was you no know, because they're like oh esther you know you look so good i was like oh we thank god for growth and you know because i was like i was not looking like this in you know law school and union they were like no you were a fine babe then i was like eh? they're like yeah we just thought you know we just thought that you were very you know christ oriented and everything so you didn't have time you were very serious and i think a lot of times that because at that point in time most of them were not looking for um veginess that no. <laughs> They wanted to either like have their fun or they didn't think that you know I'd be fun. I one of my um, one of my really good friends now said that he thought I'd be boring because yeah, like I mean, oh, sorry, but Esa, who said Christian women are not fun? We are fun. Guys. Hello. Oh my god. Are you drunk? <laughs> like I'll be shaking my bum bum on my husband in the club, 
and then I'll be praying for him the next day. I said I'm what so I said. <laughs> I said what I said. I said. I'm not joking, but for my mama for anybody but Jesus. Jesus, I see you. I said my husband Thank you, now. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know I'm not married I'm, now. Don't worry, I'm not leading people I to hell. I know. I said I'm not, <laughs> I'm not married. So I'm telling them that while Auntie May <laughs> is shaking her bum for the husband, I'm shaking this for Jesus. You know what he, anyway, as an aside, he says yeah. that he's not mentioning him on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, this is, this is May and Esther. But and that's only, uh, well, maybe that's a good way to get him to listen. So mm. anyway, that, well, yeah, they, but, yeah, but like they, a lot of them thought that I'd either be boring or they thought i'd you know be really really serious and they knew that i would never um, i was never gonna have sex anyways yeah. so like a lot of them a few of them actually i've actually said to me that they never approached me because they knew that i wasn't going to like i wasn't going to play those games with anybody and i really really wasn't so it was cool and so i think even just you know being a christian growing up you know with the whole relationship thing a lot of men that weren't interested i mean who um who weren't you know steadfast like that or who weren't interested in you know being celibate and everything didn't even bother approaching me and some of them approached me because they wanted to see if they could you know make me leave my virgin so like if they if they thought if they could maybe make me you know act out and please i'm a very strong-headed person there's nobody that's going to make me do what i don't want to do hallelujah amen amen hallelujah amen so i think like they, they did have its challenges to be honest um yeah. but i think um but the thing is, even being a Christian woman um, and, you know, navigating the whole relationship thing and everything, like, I'm human nonetheless. Yeah. So I will be attracted to some men that, you know, necessarily wouldn't be Christian and I would probably still get hurt. You get I mean, just because you're not Christian doesn't mean like, I wouldn't be attracted to you. I wouldn't like your personality and everything. But there are, there are things that I find very, very important. I can't marry a man that doesn't love God, know God, and isn't led by God. Yeah. Because I know the future I want for myself. So even when, you know, I end, I end up in situations with guys that, you know, weren't as Christian and weren't as spirit-led as I would like to be, I kind of knew it wasn't going to go anywhere. But being human and, you know, liking the person, it would be a struggle to remove myself from that. And I think even from the last Valentine's episode, that guy that I mentioned. I said, please don't take me back. Yeah. Don't take me back there. He was one of those people that I knew it wasn't going to go anywhere because I kind of had, I I knew that he wasn't as focused spiritually as I wanted, you know, in my husband and as I wanted to be as well. Like if I'm going to marry anyone, it's someone that will be pushing me to grow in Christ and who I will also be able to encourage to grow in Christ. Yeah. Not that, you know, someone that will have to be begging to, you know, pray, begging to yeah. go to church with me, begging to do all these things or begging to, you know, to speak to God about issues as well. So yeah. I'm just gonna put it out there that if your girlfriend is boring, it's because she's boring. It's not because she's Christian. Yeah. Period. Um, so Christian girls are not boring. We're fun. As a matter of fact, Christian girls are fun. But I definitely do sort of resonate with um, you know all these struggles. Uh, trust me, as a Christian woman, and I've been in, see me a master of relationship. I used to, <laughs> I was telling someone over the weekend that I used to get over one boy with the new boy. I'm not even lying. Really. The f- only time that I didn't that I actually took time off to sort of heal on my own and took mm. some time off to myself. It was like, it was a period of four months. And after four months is when I met my husband. Really? So, yeah, I used to jump from one relationship. Guys, I'm, I'm tapping into the anointing, you know? Me? Master no. of relationship. But um, at the end of the day, um, regardless of, you know, the fact that I was doing that and I would say, oh, this boy is my boyfriend or whatever, um, 
there were some lines that I wouldn't cross um, just because of my faith. And faith is something that's personal to you, as a matter of fact. And mm. my faith is very personal to me. Mm. As we will say, as Christians, salvation is very personal. So... Mm. With with my faith, like I'm not looking for anyone to agree with it or not agree with it, but it's my faith. And like Esther said, I'm proud to be a Christian woman, but I'm not going to lie that sometimes it could get, it could be a bit, you know, you sort of questioning oh, yourself. Yeah. You know, you know that you're a Christian and you know what the Bible has said, but you, but you know how people were persecuted for God's sake in the Bible. And you know that yeah. that is supposed to even be your prayer, that Lord, let them even persecute no. me for your sake. But then at the end of the day, like when you really deep it, yeah. Deep it. <laughs> yeah, but you know, we're not, we're not put here to be perfect. Is, no, is what I'm going to say. It's a journey, guys. I'm not going to lie yeah, to you. We're, we're not, growing. We're not put here to be perfect. Um, just appreciate that you're you're who you are. Like, as Esther would say, I'm proud to be a Christian woman. And doing this episode, I'm not going to lie, it wasn't easy because at the end of the day, you don't want to say the wrong thing. And yeah, you, you have, have to be sort careful. of send the wrong idea or the wrong motto. Mm. But at the end of the day, this is real with me and Esther, isn't it? And yes, being it Christians is. is part of who we are. Like, and, it's essential. And <laughs> major part. Because, um, you know, and, and someone also asks the question. So I think it's just, it's great to just put it out there. And if you're a Christian girl, and you're going through any one of these struggles, just know that you're, you're not, not alone. alone. And trust me, you're not good to go to hellfire because you, you know, you struggle to say we thank God at work today no. because you were second guessing mm. yourself. But do not second guess yourself. I guess that's what yeah, we're saying. Yeah, like isn't do it? things boldly and be you boldly. You have every right to be yourself. You have every yeah. right to profess your faith. You have every right to stand in your beliefs. To be honest, regardless of what anyone else as has to say, as long as you're also not infringing on anybody mm, else's As long rights. as you're no, the thing is, even if you are truly, truly following the Bible, if you're truly, truly being a Christian, as the Bible asks you to, kindness will always be your motto. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You will yeah. always be kind. There's no way you're going to be kind and be, you know, infringing on other people's. Do you know what I mean? There's, there's, look, I'm sorry, but Jesus Christ was kind all throughout. Yeah. He was firm, but he was kind. Yeah. He, he, he didn't, he didn't bully anyone, didn't, you know, he didn't, hurt anybody do you know what i mean the people that were hurt were the people that were trying to hurt him and yeah. even then he would just be like you bullheaded or strong-headed people and then do you know what i mean so it's not my it's not my place to try to bully people or to you know push them down or to make them feel like you know you know they're bad or they're because i'm a christian that's not my place my place is to love yeah. and to show that love and be kind and so being a child of god and being a christian woman or even man if you're standing in that and you're actually following the word of God and you're doing the precepts, there you shouldn't be. There's no way you should be hurting people or making them feel like they're less than or anything but loved by God. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Hundred percent. So yeah. So standing your truth, fam. So and yeah. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Standing your truth, as um, Esther said, and um, well, not like we're opening a support group or anything, mm -hmm. but you know, if there are aspects that you're struggling with, I think. I and Esther, we're sort of, we, we can sort of show you, you know, maybe two different, I don't yeah, want to say angles. two different, uh, yeah, sort mm. of two different angles. You see, Esther is the more, you know, sort of calmer woman, yeah. I'd, I'd say so. And um, they will give it, she'll give it me, to us hot. Yeah, but. <laughs> she'll let you know. I'm not, I'm not yeah. trying to, you wouldn't see me on someone's comment section, maybe when I was like, 
12 years old <laughs> but you wouldn't see me on someone's on another woman's comment section now trying to bring her down that's said 100 that woman is moving She's mad to someone that i love mm. and i wouldn't even be trying to bring her down i'll just tell her, tell her like yeah tell like her the truth. respect herself yeah. um, so you wouldn't see me doing that um no there is no way um i would always i would always stand by who I am. I am yeah. a Christian. I'm a Christian woman. Be that, you know, in a relationship at work, within mm. any family. But the fact that you're a Christian woman too doesn't mean that you should allow anybody to bully you. Christian yeah. is not mumu. So don't be mumu. You be strong and firm. Be, but be kind. Be yeah. a child of God. It's not equivalent to you know, some people like to say, Oh God say when they slap you on this cheek, you turn the other cheek. Be kind, but be firm. Yeah. Jesus Christ allowed them to um, to crucify him on the cross, but there was a purpose to it. There was a purpose to it. You'd be turning your cheek for no purpose. That's your business. <laughs> anyway, so guys, we're signing out now because yeah. Um, yeah. But this has been a great episode, and definitely right. I'm so happy that we I'm could so share this with this you. Yes. Yes. yes, and yes. yes, see you in the next episode. But if there is you know anything that you want to chat to us about, Any probably about your struggles, yeah. just know that me and Esther we're always there. We're here, just go to our Instagram. We're one DM away. Yes, at one we're DM away. At RWME Pod. Just, you know, check us out. Wow, she got it this time. Well I always done. get it. What are you She's saying? Like, uh, 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 is it, at uh, RWME Pod, okay, guys. On Instagram. Follow DM us. us. We'll respond. Yes, DM us and we will definitely Write it in respond. the comments. We will respond as well. Yeah. All right, guys. Yeah, so see you in the next episode. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.